Hey guys, this is Robert Alexander, and this is episode 7 of Good Vibes. If you follow me on Instagram, you may have seen my uh, most recent IGTV post, which said that I'd be recording in Saugatuck, Michigan. Well, I'm in Saugatuck, and honestly, it's a little bit nostalgic um, to be here. I'm very excited to be here with all my friends, um, but before I have fun and turn up, I need to record this episode. This year, I rode over to Saugatuck by myself, and I took that time to just reflect on life, my most recent experiences, and just to get to the root of things you know i think i'm laying the the groundwork for this new book and perhaps writing the prologue Uh, and in doing so i had to complete an epilogue for my for my most recent book and this is all piggybacking off an analogy that i've been using um, in my previous episodes on the ride over i decided to listen to all my uh previous episodes which, you know, they're about 10 to 12 minutes, so it was very easy to pass the time, and it was really interesting and exciting to listen to them. In doing so, I was able to become a listener uh, and be objective with my own situations and give myself advice. I've been giving everyone advice for as long as I can remember, but this is the first time I was able to sit and listen to the advice myself. To go in depth with this new part of my life I've looked very deeply and very I've put a fine comb a fine tooth comb over my past relationships because I find that there was there were so many errors in my ways errors in how I chose who I was going to love and errors in continuing to pursue romantic relationships with people who did not deserve what I was giving them I honestly hate that this is still a narrative for me, but in working through my situation, I have to speak on what's relevant and what's in the forefront, and this is it right now. So last week, I asked everyone what the commonality was between their exes, and how does that commonality speak on your character? And to answer the question myself, I thought that love was enough, and I realized that it isn't, but I thought that I had a love so strong that it would heal broken people and perhaps turn a corner for them to appreciate such a pure love. And I don't want to say this as if I was perfect and not broken myself, but it was a very sacrificial thing. In a previous episode, I spoke on normalizing toxicity and the dynamic for my relationships became meeting someone who was perhaps not prepared to love and trying to sell them on why love is so beautiful and shine light in their lives and I'm pro- and I'm sure that I did that but what I didn't factor in is what it would cost me to show them what real love was on the car ride over to Sagatuck I realized that I had given so much to so many of my exes that now that I've met someone who wants to love me authentically and in a very healthy way I realized that I have nothing left to give and perhaps the most shocking part about this is that what it will take is for me to do something that I was never able to do and that is to lean on another person emotionally in these relationships I carried the weight I carried the cross I carried the torch I was the checks and balances and I always accommodated and now I'm faced with a situation where I have to remain authentically me and to be completely honest authentic me is fucked up I'm hurt, I'm damaged, I'm raggedy, and all my cards are on the table. And that means 
that I have to be a level of vulnerability that I have never been in my entire life. So I'm still cheers in the change, but I am shook. Like, <laughs> literally every time I turn around, there is yet another situation that is catapulting me forward into a brand new life, a brand new way of thinking, a brand new mentality. And I'm realizing that I am not in control of anything. In my mind, I have this image of me with a short, I mean, me with a sword and a shield. Uh, and my opponent is the entire universe. Because that's literally where I am right now. I'm trying to fight the universe and fight for my control. And it's completely useless. I can never win. And so I'm throwing a fit right now because I want things to go my way. Because that toxicity has been completely normalized. I don't know how to receive love from a person who is whole or who does not need change or soul food to become a better version of themselves it's almost as if i am becoming the people which which takes me to the third episode iron sharpens iron i am becoming the people who i've chosen to be around for the past decade i've dated people who are damaged goods and now i'm damaged goods so it's just really really interesting that now you know it's just very interesting the way things come full circle Oftentimes I speak on how once something is brought to light, you can't go back into darkness. And in understanding that, I realized that I have to make changes. In episode two, I spoke on breaking cycles. No matter how long you've been doing something, it's far more worth your time to reestablish that pattern than to continue down a road that you know will lead to nowhere but possibly destruction. So as uncomfortable as it is, I am forced now to be vulnerable and to be the person who is not in control anymore. That is purely alarming. But in order for me to progress, in order for me to become the version of myself that I foresee and aspire to be, I have to welcome the wrecking ball. I have to welcome the wrecking ball, y'all. Do you hear that? I never thought that with this podcast, I didn't expect for things to get so real. I knew that I'd be working. I said it in episode one. I knew that I would be working through my life and through my situations. I just, I don't think I knew exactly what I was getting myself into. And I don't regret it at all. It's, it's a honestly it's a beautiful thing because I know that there's light at the end of this tunnel I know that there is a rainbow after the storm and I know that there is a pot of gold at the end of that rainbow but hun this journey <laughs> this journey is what will make me and that's also what's been hard because there's one thing to ignorantly cry because you don't know what to do but it's a whole different subject when you know why everything is happening the way it is and you have to just accept it. That's been really hard for me because it prevented me from having that moment of just pouting and being, you know, upset about it. It's like, naturally, I just want to say, all right, these are the facts. All right, what are we going to do to fix it? And like I said, that's going to take me doing something I've never done to get a result that I've never gotten. And I'm scared. In episode one, I gave myself the title as the Millennial Iyanla 
And if you don't follow Yana Van Sant, one thing that she is famously known for saying is to do the work. And the work is not easy. That's where I am. And that's where I want to encourage everyone else to get. We have to do the work because if we don't, these things, these, these demons will always be sitting there looking at us over our shoulders. I'm about to turn 29 in October and that's just one step closer to 30. And the last thing I want is to still be confused about love and to still be attracted to the wrong people and have unhealthy relationships and friendships and unhealthy unfit dynamics in my life in my 30s which is when I want to bring a child into the world Jennifer Lewis who is like an aunt to me in my head uh, on her Breakfast Club interview she said I put it all in a book so that way you can't put nothing on me there's nothing you could bring up to tear me down because I already put it all out there and I think a part of me was very empowered by that because I'll be in the same exact boat I just want to put it out there so that then there's nothing in my way not to say that there won't be more but more than anything I just believe in living in my truth standing in my truth acknowledging and accepting my truth so that when the time comes I am able to change my truth and move forward and grow and progress again and again there will be absolutely no purpose in allegorically ending one book and beginning another one just to talk about the same exact things So right now, this is the prologue to a brand new book, the setup and reestablishing of a stronger foundation. I want to be completely human and vulnerable and discerning of who I give my love to, of who I choose to be friends with, of how much energy I'm willing to sacrifice to people, and most importantly, putting myself first. Before, I felt guilty because that's because I didn't know who I was. But now that I know who I am and that I am not a selfish person, I am fully accepting of being self-full, which is another quote by Yana Van Zandt. She says, my cup runneth over. What is in the cup is for me, and what comes out of that is for everyone else. And I vow to adopt that for the rest of my life. I've costed myself so much heartache and so many tears for people who are absolutely unworthy. Situations and scenarios that were absolutely unworthy of my presence and time. In episode three, I said that the truth would set me free. Well, this is my truth. Let's see what happens. That's it. Bye.